Hi, I'm Siobhan Hunt and this is Kindling Conversation, a Kindling Kids radio podcast. Just a quick note before we get into the next episode. If you haven't already, I'd love you to rate and review Kindling Conversation wherever you get your podcasts or if you enjoy the episode, share it with your friends. All right, thank you and on with the show. Hospitals are such heartbreaking places for children and their parents. They can feel sterile, frightening and cold. Holly Austin used to be a Captain Starlight with the Starlight Foundation and she spent a lot of time entertaining sick children and she's used her experience to develop a kids' comedy called Ruby's Wish, which explores illness and death. Hi, Holly. How are you? Hi, Siobhan. Thanks for having me. It sounds like such a dark topic and if anyone could see you in your costume, they'd be like, yeah, I don't don't see how these two get together. (laughs) Um, Let's start at the beginning, though. How did you first get involved with the Starlight Foundation? Uh, Well, I began... I began working there as Captain Starlight, who's a superhero sent down from Planet Starlight to um, entertain kids in the hospital while they're um, patients there. And uh, I I guess my my collaborator, who's also written this show with me, Adriano, he was working as a Starlight captain and he said to me, Holly, you know, you'd make a great captain. You should come along and, and work for the foundation. And to be honest, my first thoughts about it, I was scared. I was a bit like, I, I don't know how I would go and I think it would be quite confronting. And he's like, no, I'm telling you, you know, your skills and your energy, it would, you know, I think it would be a perfect match. So I plucked up the courage and I auditioned and I'll tell you what, it's one of the greatest jobs I've ever done actually and and that um you know, all of my skills, singing, dancing, <laughs> making kids laugh, it really, um, you, you really recognise what a difference it makes to kids that are definitely having a hard time in there sometimes. And you've said that it's rewarding. Was it confronting? Did it take a while for you to ease into it? Did you have to decompress after you'd been in and entertained the kids? Um, look, I think the the real thing for me was noticing the impact on you know that positive energy and um you know giving those kids a a laugh or a smile and the parents for that matter um and I think that's sort of what I realized to focus on in to know that that was a real making a real difference in that um parents day or that kids day and um yeah definitely there are times when it can get challenging um and but you know I think the the positive outweighs the negative, you know. Yeah. Did they give you any strategies when you're going into that role? Did they exp- like do you have support when yes. you come out? Yeah, a lot. Um yeah, the Starlight Foundation do a, a really extensive training program and also even to um be selected as a captain, there's a lot of testing and um training that goes into even choosing you to make sure that you're sort of I guess the right type of person that can handle that job. Um and you know, there's a certain amount of um, sensitivity that you have to have walking into a room. Sometimes it may not be right to come in all singing and dancing. In fact, sometimes it's just a chat or um, something really quiet. And um, so, I mean, that's something that I really loved about the job too, just really tuning into reading a room and working out um, what you can bring to that very specific child and parents and 
yeah, situation. And when did you decide with your um, co-collaborator that you'd like to make or use this experience to create a play like Ruby's Wish? Yeah, um, I guess we started making the show and it was very different, the very initial creative development. I had this mime beatbox character that made sound effects and the content originally was very adult. I'd do it in kind of cabaret settings and um, and. I wanted to take that character into a more fully formed story and it wasn't until um, I was working in Westmead and we were currently in development for a very different type of show and I met a girl at Westmead Hospital who uh, was eight years old at the time and we have a Starlight TV, Starlight program that goes live into all the hospital wards and that question on morning TV I asked to the wards to ring me up and let me know, does the, does the tooth fairy exist? And immediately my phone goes off and I'm broadcast live into the hospital and I said, oh, hello. She said, hey, um, I know exactly, yeah, of course, of course the tooth fairy exists. And I was like, whoa, well, this is, this is, this is massive. You need to, um, can you give the tooth fairy a message from me? This little girl ended up telling me the story about what happened, what the tooth fairy does with all the teeth. It was inspiring, it was an imaginative, it was compassionate, it was just, it blew my socks off basically and I had to very quickly cut to a Beyonce track and um, wipe the <laughs> um, welling tears in my eyes and, you know, it was that sort of seed of the story that I guess then changed what Ruby's Wish then became about and yeah. So it, it had the title Ruby's Wish but this one phone call changed it? Um, it didn't have the title Ruby's Wish, no. It it um, it then changed into being coming Ruby's Wish, yeah, yeah. You're listening to Kindling Conversation. I'm speaking with Holly Austin who is also known as Dr. Audio and <laughs> we'll get to that in a minute. Um, we've just been talking about how um, she got involved with the Starlight Foundation and how her work in hospitals help to inspire this story, which is Ruby's Wish. It's going to be playing at the Sydney Opera House this weekend. It's also at Riverside Theatre next week in Parramatta and they're in Perth in October. We'll put a link up so everyone can um, find out where it's going. Now, this has come from your experience in places where there was um, a lot of children are unwell, but it's not just for six kids, no. um, though it's being streamed into the starlight rooms around the country. What are you hoping that children who are well, who are at the show, what are you hoping they'll get out of it? Look, I think the the beauty about this show is that no matter if you're a young person or an old person, we had a 104-year-old come and see the show who subscribed to theatre her whole life and said it was the best show she has ever seen in wow. her theatre. So, <laughs> you got to put that on your website. I know, right? <laughs> um, but, you know, the, the beauty about Ruby's Wish is that it is really a show about the importance of imagination and play. And, you know, as adults, I think, um, and in certainly the current climate today, it, you know, it can be a pretty grim world, yes. you know. And I think this show really is, is super uplifting. And I had a friend come and see the show. We've just played Melbourne. And she said, wow, I just was completely transported into another world. And, you know, kids and adults alike, the beauty is that the kids sort of egg on the adults to um, find their inner kid and vice versa. You know, I think um, the children, I, I wanted to create a show that didn't talk down to young people because they are actually, you know, incredibly intelligent and they pick up on um, 
exactly you know big serious concepts they know what death is and they know what tragedy is and um and i think you know often young people's shows can kind of emphasize oh it's all about being happy and uplifting and that let me tell you ruby's wish is that show but it also doesn't shy away from scaring you with a giant monster and making kids think about um you know situations that maybe they've never had to think about and i think that's not a bad thing Look, before we go, are you able to give us a little example mm-hmm. of your beatboxing? And uh, you have this incredible jacket, but people have to go to the show to see how that all works. But while we have you in the studio, it seems remiss of me not to ask you to give us a little example before you go. Yes, of course. Well, uh, keep in mind, I do wear a magic jacket that loops and affects my voice and I create big audio worlds live in front of the audience and I can affect my voice. Um, So we're doing this completely freestyle without (laughs) looping jacket, Um, but you'll just have to see the show to see the full glory of that. But here we go. I play Dr. Audie. Yo, 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 yo. <laughs> you must be so much fun at parties. Holly, thank you so much for coming in. Thank you so much for having me. That's Holly Austin, also known as Dr. Audio. Ruby's Wish will be on at the Sydney Opera House from May 18 to 20. It'll be at the Riverside Theatre next week in Parramatta, and they're going to Perth in October for the awesome festival. We'll pop the links up on our website. Just head to kindling.com.au. 